0: I'm Brian Tetta executive producer of The View, and I'm here with Joy Behar. This is Behind the Table. Hello, Joy. Hello. All right, we're here. Yeah. We just finished the show. Yes. We're coming right off of it. Yes. We're in week two. Is the bloom off the rose uh, in week two? You were in a great mood when we started uh, week mm-hmm. one. We were back and it was exciting and now it's, is, is it yeah. has the grind hit yet?
1: It's not a grind exactly, but you know I was thinking there was hardly any job that I ever loved. Really? Yeah. But I like this job a lot. Not because of the job itself necessarily, but because of the friends. And all of the jobs that I've had, I've hated to leave because I would miss my friends.
0: Well, you know, speaking of hating to leave, people are always asking me, like, is, is, is it true? Joy's retiring? Is Joy walking out? I said, you, you enjoy this too much. I, I think you, you like doing this.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, People like me do not retire. Right. I'm a creative person. I have five plays being done in the New York Comedy Festival that I wrote. Right. And then uh, starting in January, we're working on a full-length play called Crisis in Queens. So yes. I'm a writer, playwright, and yes. a writer. So there's no such thing as retiring. You mean, will I quit this job? Yes, of course. Okay, that's a more specific way to say it. I don't want them taking me out of here feet first.
0: No, certainly not. I don't think, <laughs> but you'll outlive us all. I'm not worried about that.
1: I don't know about that. I am the one person you know who's never had COVID.
0: That's really impressive,
1: I know. I've never had it. I mean, I hate
0: to to tempt fate in any way. People say to
1: me, maybe you had it and you didn't know, but you used to test me constantly. Constantly. And then when I got sick last year, I had a virus. It wasn't COVID. No, you
0: you defy uh, genetics. I wonder what that is. I don't know. I've heard lots of different theories, but I think you're just, uh, I think you scare COVID away. I think that's what it is.
1: COVID is afraid of COVID me. COVID is afraid of you. Right. Um, yeah.
0: God willing, it will continue to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yesterday we talked to Sonny. Yeah. And Sonny uh, said on the show that she's a blurter. And she she uh, prefaced this by saying, joy is too. Joy may be worse than I am. <laughs> How but dashy? this is one of the ways that we are similar. <laughs> one of the ways that we are very alike is that, yeah. um, you know, we, we feel things and we say them instantly. Would uh-huh. you agree with that as a statement?
1: Well, I do identify a lot with Sonny. Yeah. Sonny and I agree politically on everything, practically. Mm -hmm. So we're we're great pals. Um, As far as blurting is concerned, she does it quieter.
0: Oh, she has like an under-her-breath blurt? She, no,
1: she's just more, uh, she's like, she blurts like a lawyer blurts, like, like, a, like, a, like a gangster almost, like a, like a mafiosa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. the godfather We're might say. you going to make her an offer you can't I'm refuse? Gonna make, so they'll say, you know, you, why didn't you come to me in the first place? Yeah, oh no, She'll when she say, gets quiet, like that. it's a little bit more intimidating. Yeah, she's scarier than me because I'm just a loudmouth, you know. Right. But she's like this under-talker, under anyway, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. But
1: we do blurt. I Yesterday I blurted. I got in trouble with everybody yesterday. I, I do.
0: <laughs> there were notes. But I do think that, um, I think the blurting probably is a byproduct of being a comic. Yeah. Because you wanna, you're want you you're trained to have a quick reaction to something and to...
1: Well, also the, the blurting, I, what you call blurting, I yes. call spontaneous uh, combustion. Yes, okay. okay. So the blurting comes out of me because I'm sensing dullness in the air. <laughs> So you're entertaining yourself, So I'm thinking, what can I say to wake up this crowd? Okay. And sometimes what I say is inappropriate, probably, and offensive, I'm sure, to some people. Right. Um, But, you know, you have to take the blows. I take them. I take the blows. Yes, you do. On Twitter, in person, all over the place, on the street, wherever I am, I hear it. So... That's the way it goes. That's life in the big city. Yeah. But my job is to keep people entertained and awake. I don't know if people understand this. I'm in the entertainment business. Yes, you are.
0: Yeah, I think the, uh, <laughs> the interesting thing, um, we were talking before about the job and, and, you know, you've never had a job that you loved. Not
1: you know, really.
0: But this job is never boring. No, I have no. to say. Oh, no, that's know. what
1: I like about this job. It, it, is. it changes every day. You never say the same thing. You know, you can you can I you know I have this writing group that I work with, right? right. And the teacher in the class, the instructor is wonderful. And She'll give a prompt like she'll say your mother's kitchen. That's it. That's the prompt. <laughs> And you end up not writing about your mother's kitchen. You, you start maybe there, but you end up writing about another kitchen or about something about your mother that is not related to the kitchen. And that's how this show is. We go out there thinking, you know, we're going to talk today about bridesmaids' dresses. And then we end up talking about a wedding I went to over the weekend.
0: Right. So Hot Topics really are meant to be prompts for larger conversations. In a conversations. way, yes, that's yeah. true.
1: That's a good way to put it. Yeah,
0: I think that's right. Um, we did, speaking of uh, Hot Topics... Um, we did talk about that today, and you gave a little bit of insight into the uh, the weddings mm. and the fact that Whoopi went to your wedding. That was mm. pretty cool.
1: Whoopi doesn't stay. She comes, and she stays a little while, and then she can't take it. Mm-hmm. But she did come to my wedding with Steve. I had a fantastic wedding. I didn't even know you then. No. We, we were married in 2011, and uh, it was at the 21 Club. Oh, that's great. It doesn't li- exist anymore. No, it's a legendary be- New York. I can't believe it's defunct. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we, had a, we had a show. There were only, like, about 50 people, maybe. And Susie Essman emceed. Mario Cantone did a a comedy bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Steve did the horror with Alan Alda. Steve and I wrote a um, a show, like a um, slideshow about our relationship that was pretty funny. Oh, I bet. So we entertain people at our parties. That's great. Yeah.
0: I only have one story about the 21 Club, and this might be boring for the audience. So we can take it out if it is. <laughs> but years ago, I was a production assistant on the Montel Williams Show. Mm. And my producer was someone we work with now, you and I, Robin Hummel and robin produced a show where the producers would set the production assistants up on blind dates oh yeah so we all went on television and the producers decided i know uh the perfect girl for you and this and the other thing and we came out and we had a date and i was set up on a blind date Uh and the date was to the 21 club and it was very nice and exciting and the show ended and we went to the 21 club (laughs) and and i had a gift certificate to the 21 club but they didn't make a reservation for the 21 club so i was turned away with my date at the door and I, uh, so then, who screwed up? Uh, Robin, but then I <laughs> took her, I took the date to the Sbarro's pizza place in the Sparrow. subway station. It's quite a jump, yeah. And then she never called after that. that was a, <laughs> oh
1: my god, yeah, you couldn't think of a better ba- even the Metropolitan Museum, the momas down I the was block. I was 21,
0: I had no money, it wasn't, it wasn't a good Idiotic, job. it was idiotic, just the worst, yeah. That's probably coming out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so speaking <laughs> of, of hot topics on the show in general, yeah, something that we we talked about today, yeah. There's never feels like there's enough time.
1: No, there's never enough time on the show. I call you Big Ben because that's what you do. We have seven minutes for five people to talk <laughs> about the topics of the day, which which could be the end of the uh, democracy as we know it. You've yes. got seven minutes for five people to weigh in. Yes. Ridiculous. Yes. The system is, is broken.
0: The system is broken. Well, and then,
1: then you have two and a half minutes. Which I didn't even mention. Talk in that segment, whatever that was about. Right. Uh, about what was it? The uh, that
0: was the brother-in-law making a move on. The, oh yeah,
1: the brother-in-law is she. He's he used to go out with this woman. Right. She marries his brother, mm-hmm. and now they're married. And the brother-in-law from the past is making a move on on her. Right. And he's touching her back, and he's touching, rubbing up against her leg. Now I read that this morning. I was reading it. It was in the Washington Post, I think. Mm-hmm. And And um, the advice back was, what should I do, she said. The advice back is just say, stop rubbing me. Yeah. Stop rubbing my leg. If there
0: was ever a time for blurting, that seems to be it.
1: Well, see, I'm not so sure that that's a good idea because if her husband were in the room with her and with the brother and they're all in the same room and you say to the brother-in-law, stop rubbing my leg – that could cause a tremendous rift between the two brothers.
0: I would, certainly would.
1: Which, you know, you know, in my family, we didn't, no relatives fought with each other and my mother's side of the family in particular. Right. They, they they were always good, nice to each other. And if they had a problem, they ignored it. Right. I would have said, which I didn't say today, take the brother on the side and say, listen, you keep your hands off me or I'm gonna report you to your brother. You do that one more time and my husband, your brother, is going to take you on. Mm-hmm. That's a different way to handle it. Scare him off camera, in other words. Yeah,
0: I, I like that. I like that. I mean, part of me, though, like you're an only child, I yes. know. But if you had a sister. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you want her to tell you if Steve was hitting on her? I feel like you would.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other part of it. I well, don't know. but yeah. I, But I think that he was maybe drunk, the guy. Yeah. And just acting stupid. And yeah. he had just broken up with his girlfriend, so he was wounded. Who knows what goes on with people? Right. Well, but being an only child is a gift. Let me tell you something. When I hear about the sibling rivalry that goes on between sisters and brothers, I'm glad that they never did another one.
0: It's a lot. I have daughters, so I'm, I'm conscious of that. And they're, they're at the age where they love each other very much, but they're definitely butting heads yeah, all the of time. Course. So
1: They want mother. You know, uh, Margaret uh, Mead said that the worst combination is two children who are close in age. They both want mother at the same time, and that is a, a recipe for disaster.
0: Nobody cares about father.
1: Well, mother mother <laughs> is the primary. Yeah. Let's face it. The yeah. baby comes out of the mother, not the father. True. So that the scent of the mother is is with the baby.
0: Yeah. Um well, so we just had a good example of if we had more time in Hot Topics, you would have had been able to That's share that right. Opinion. I would have so said that today. Thank goodness for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. but- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeedcom view Just go to Indeed.com/slash/view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com/slash/view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. (laughs) I think,
0: you know, it, it is hard. A live show is really difficult. And you're right, because partly because of what we were talking about before, how topics are really jumping off points. Yeah. There are diversions and digressions, and that messes with the time. And yes, five people speaking about something important for seven minutes is yeah, daunting. It's ridiculous. But today we went really long in the first segment, right. and then it's a live show, so you have to then adjust the other ones. We had two guests on the show, yes. so I had to, and both are talkers and wonderful guests.
1: They were good So yes, I yes. had to kind we of... We love Sherry Shepard. Yeah.
0: Well, I was talking to Sherry yeah. Shepard right before she walked out, and I said, you know, you were on the show for so long Was time an issue then? Because you and I have been discussing it on the commercial break. And she said, oh, no, we were always on time because Barbara would kill us otherwise.
1: Well, Barbara, Barbara was not the moderator. She was never the moderator right. of the show.
0: She loomed large in some way. Well, but...
1: we were, I was never afraid of Barbara. I used to go to her house for dinner. Yeah. I used to tease her and all this whole the jokes I do about myself dating Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I... <laughs> I used to do them about her. Now I'm in that spot. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah.
0: No. No. They, no uh... I've
1: never been afraid of Barbara.
0: Right. Not were were me. the other co-hosts? I mean. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. They were. To a person, pretty much.
1: Um. I think that they were pretty much you intimidated, know intimidated
0: more than afraid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and I would be too. I mean, I did meet her and, and work. Yeah, but I yeah. wasn't.
1: How, why do you think I wasn't? You're not afraid of anybody. <laughs> That's not true.
0: Who are you afraid of? Who are you intimidated by?
1: Um, nobody.
0: No, and you also have a. a, a <laughs> I don't. I don't want to psychoanalyze this. More your department. Yeah. but You have an aversion to authority. In general, the idea that authority is being placed on you in some way—I
1: hate it. You hate it. I hate that. Yeah. I don't really. I, I always say, uh, question authority. Yes, as you should. As and I, I agree. You know who's who I'm afraid of? Who? My daughter. All <laughs> mothers are afraid of their daughters. You know because their daughters have power. Your yeah. daughter has power yeah. over you. She can say, oh, "I don't feel like visiting you," or "I'm going to keep the grandchildren." Uh, you know, we're going to we're going to want an extended vacation and not write to you or whatever they. Have have power. That's who you should be afraid of. Your children.
0: That's devastating. No, <laughs> when they figure out they have power, that's when you're in trouble.
1: Yeah. Luckily, I'm very close to my daughter. Yeah. No. She, you know, we live near each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. She wants to live even nearer. She said to me, "Can't we get like a compound? We're on the same property." Oh, I love that. Okay, I'd yeah. love to do that, but I can't find a. Compound. That's what my daughter. going to find a compound.
0: My youngest daughter now. What uh, am I
1: a Kennedy? Yeah, go ahead.
0: My youngest daughter now often talks about her plans for later. She's gonna redo the attic and her and her, oh. her children will live up there and I guess a husband and um and, and live in the house. I'm not I'm not waving it off. I'm okay with it for now. We'll Listen,
1: we're Italian and yeah. you're half Italian. Yeah. We are attached to our families. Yeah. I lived in the same building with my aunts, my uncles, my my father and mother were on the top floor, my aunts and uncles were on the third floor. I spent my entire childhood with the entire family.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's... it's and I miss co- yeah. them
1: tremendously because they're all gone, except for one aunt who has dementia.
0: One of my favorite moments from last season was yeah. on Mother's Day. We showed the, the video that your daughter made, uh, play oh. acting as you. And A, she's hysterical, and B, she does a really good joy.
1: She, I, really, I thought it was me at first. I did too. She had a wig on her head, a red wig, and she's blonde. She had a, <laughs> I thought it was me. Yes, yeah, she's a very talented artist. You know, she's doing very well as, yes. as a, uh, an, a ceramic artist. You probably can go to her website. Yeah. EveBeharCeramics.com. dot <laughs> com. She sold last week. Listen to this. Yeah. She sold two pieces to Keith Hernandez. Oh, and one piece to Don Lemon and a bunch of other people, but two celebs.
0: Keith Hernandez. I like that. Uh, Keith Hernandez yeah. was
1: roaming around the area and and uh, he bought two of her beautiful ceramic pieces. There we
0: go. Uh, New York Met star and uh, Seinfeld guest star, very famously Keith Hernandez. Uh-huh. There we go. All right. Yeah. All right, so uh, also talking about what's been happening on the show this week, you made a lot of headlines yesterday. We alluded to some of them. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was with us, and uh, you relived a uh, really a top-ten view moment from 2006, yeah. which is the uh, time he gave you a foot rub. He,
1: yeah.
0: He, he brought what back year was head. that,
1: 2006? Two ta- 2006. 2006, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was something back then. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Poor Elizabeth Hasselbeck was between us. <laughs> While he's rubbing my feet. Yeah, you
0: called it a menage of foot, I believe, in the <laughs> original I? clip. Yes.
1: Well, then he came on yesterday. And, like, you know, I did this in the moment. No one knew I was going to do this. Right. Because even at my advanced age, I am able to lift my leg and put it on the table. And, and you've done it a lot. And I'm and not even particularly, I don't do even exercise. There's no
0: effort involved. I mean, I just very quickly, right yeah. yeah.
1: And I just put my, I, thank God I had just gotten a pedicure. Right. <laughs> So, so I put my leg on the table, and he went right for it. He went right for that he's foot. He's a compulsive foot rubber. Yeah. And, and Can't help himself. How
0: did it compare to the 2006 Well, Ars, you want to know
1: the truth? Yeah. It was very hard. Yeah. He's stronger than he was in 2006. He's been lifting. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> but whatever it is, he was hurting my foot. And I was going to say, listen, Matthew... Back off. Yeah. But I didn't
0: say that. No, I, I, that's the, I enjoyed it. That's the one thing you didn't say. All right, well, that is wonderful. Um. So we're out of time because, okay. as you know, Big Ben, yeah. you know we're Big out of ben. time.
1: And, you know, Robin Hamel, who also tells us you have seven minutes, you yes. have to, we call her Big Benita.
0: Yeah, Big Ben and Big Benita <laughs> laying down the law. Um. All right, well, that this is wonderful. Tomorrow on – thank you for who being is here. Who's tomorrow? Alyssa is Alyssa? on the show tomorrow. Do yep. you have any questions for Alyssa? Anything you want to throw out there?
1: Well, ask her if she if she really would uh, like to strangle us. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody seems to like her, and I like her very much. I think she's a very good addition to the show. She has a winning personality. She's not annoying. Yes. As a Republican, you know, you can have a Republican here. Like, if God forbid, you had Kellyanne Conway or or, or that other one of Huckabee. You know, all these people, they don't know what the punctuation. They never stop talking. Sort of like what I'm doing right now. Kellyanne Conway tried out for the show once. Remember? I know. Yes. Remember when she came on the show? I, you know, what I said to her? Do you yeah. remember? Yes. I said, you know, I like you, Kellyanne. You're a nice Italian girl, but you are delusional. <laughs> and if she came back, I'd tell her again.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Joy. Tomorrow, <laughs> Alyssa. Uh, and thank you for listening.
1: Can I keep this
0: mug, please? Uh, I'm sure we can get you. another one. No, I want uh, that. You want this? Yeah, I want, mug? No, I don't care. All right. All right. We'll get you. You don't have one? The first-ever criminal trial of a former president is underway in Manhattan. It's one of potentially four trials facing former President Trump as he makes his third bid for the White House. What do voters think about his culpability, and would a guilty verdict make a difference in the election? I'm Galen Druk, and every Monday and Thursday on the 538 Politics podcast, we break down the latest news from the campaign trail. We sort through the noise and zoom in on what really matters using data and research as we go. That's 538 Politics every Monday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.